0: This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women, by women. What's up, loves? Welcome to Destination Healer podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I am basically, I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. <laughs> I know, it's so corny. Anyway, before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, destinationhill.com to explore our spiritual toolbox, which is filled with lots of gems that I have curated to help you cultivate those much needed life-shifting healing experiences. I've been exploring this idea of being a likable person and what that really means. Like why do we really care if someone likes us or not? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Here's why we care. It's really a form of validation for us. It's a very warm and comforting feeling to know that people like you. Like I said, we feel validated and it makes us feel happy. And when psychologists and such dissect the theories and concepts of being self-aware, how we are liked has been proven to be viewed as a reflection of who we are, to both us and the outside world. My time in New York tested these theories over and over again. I know my husband definitely thought I was gonna put up this grand old fight when he suggested that we move from New York back to Baltimore. But the truth is, I was actually high key relieved when he brought it up. I felt like he had been secretly listening in on all those painfully annoying conversations that I was having with myself. And so my reality was, I had been moving and shaking in the Big Apple for, I don't know, almost five years smooching with top beauty executives from the likes of Dove and L'Oreal, interviewing celebrities daily, getting invites to the most coveted events and sitting at tables I still don't think I deserve to be at. And that's a whole other story, girl. But meanwhile, at the core of who I was at the time, I was deeply unhappy in New York. And more so unhappy with who New York was making me think I needed to show up as. At first glance, New York is this ideal snapshot of fancy rich ash dreams and manicured goals and accomplishments. But depending on what side of this conversation you are on today, you know that New York can be exhausting. New York can be this, this exhausting high school musical audition that has been left on repeat for you. And the song and dance of making the cut for the in crowds or really just making friends in general was becoming a daunting task for me. I can remember the first time when someone in my circle, and I use that word loosely, (laughs) but I can remember the first time I heard someone call me mean. I was hurt, like butt hurt kind of hurt. And The thug in me, (laughs) the thug in me wouldn't let me immediately show it in that conversation. I definitely remember brushing them off and being all like, whatever, girl, I'm not mean, whatever, and kind of changing the subject. But as I unpacked the language that was being used to describe me, like the words mean or aggressive, abrasive, I internalized that. And my ego was surely scarred and bruised. Because to me, that meant, I don't mind to hang out with you, girl. But if I'm honest, I don't really like you. <laughs> and like I said, I did unpack this. So the more emotionally intelligent I became, I quickly realized that the perception of me being mean was because I wasn't accommodating. Like at all. I'm still not. I'm not a liar. So... I don't have that uncanny ability to tell you what you want to hear. Like I'd make a really bad salesperson for real. It was hard for me not to call you out on your shit. I told the truth a lot. And usually I told the truth without regard to who that truth might hurt because it's the truth, right? And sometimes I would even blurt out said truth in the most awkward of moments and then leave them with the old Kanye Strug, like, well, whatever is the truth, especially if it was the kind of truth that people were ignoring. And in my world, the blogging world, there is a lot of ignoring that happens. And And maybe ignoring isn't the right word. I'll take that back. I think it's more of a... It's more of a false hype of it all. And the gassing people up that bothered me still bothers me because I'm not accommodating in that way. I'm not putting gas in your raggedy ass rundown car. You fit in a walk messing around with me. And so I'd be in the corner with my finger raised yelling, but screw me. Are we going to tell her she looks ugly in the outfit or no? Are we just going to lie to her? <laughs> but when you think about... If someone is likable, it's usually because we like who we are when we are around them. So if I'm always around reminding you that you and your friends ain't shit, well, hell, I call me mean too. (laughs) And soon I become, soon I've become this keeping it real kind of girl. And in theory, everybody loves the keeping it real kind of girl. She's funny. She's witty. She's clever. But we love her until said girl keeps it real with you. And then, (laughs) then I become the mean, aggressive, abrasive girl who rarely gets the invite to the party. The worst part for me was, or is, hearing the gossip about me. Oh girl, I know what you said. (laughs) And it wasn't all gossip because there were some people who I'm still friends with to this day or friendly with who were brave brave enough to share their experience with me to who who really were brave enough to share their experience of me with me and for that I thank you but I really struggled with this idea of mine that most of the time I was in New York nobody liked me (laughs) and it really became hard for me to keep friends and make friends especially those people who didn't understand the underbelly of friendships. Knowing that I may impact you differently than what my intentions are, but because we are friends, you choose to accept my intent as fact versus the impact. New York is the kind of city where likable politics matter a lot. We call this the kiki. The kiki is really important as you maneuver around the city. You're likely to not get booked for something if just one person at that meeting speaks up and says, "Uh, you know, I don't really care for her or I'm not sure she's likable. So I left New York. Ultimately, the story I will tell you is that I chose love over my career. But if I'm honest with you and me, Not having a lot of friends or this idea of being well-liked definitely helped that decision. But if there's one thing New York taught me, it's that some people just ain't going to like you. And that is okay. I think we owe it to ourselves to have the courage and the audacity to be disliked and not give a shit about it. This will make you turn all of your attention to working on yourself rather than pursuing the approval of others. And so now I cherish my time that I have with people who actually like and care about me. It's actually boosted my self-esteem and helped me feel a little more secure. I don't have many regrets, but looking back at my time in New York, I see how I could have done things differently. There I was thinking, I'm doing y'all a favor because maybe I don't know y'all truth yet. (laughs) Maybe you ain't found it. But I've learned that my expectations of you do not belong to you. So now maybe if you aren't self-aware or it appears that way, I just keep quiet. I know that I may not be someone you like because I'm going to remind you of the things you are not doing with this great life you've been giving. And now I no longer feel the need to engage with you to change your mind or your opinion. I've also learned that people will arrive at these aha self-aware moments at different times in their lives. And it's just really not my job to rush you along your journey. You'll get there eventually, or maybe you never will get there. I've also learned it ain't my business if you do or don't. But there is one caveat to this. And I believe that there is a balance in all of this. If 20 people say, That their experience of you wasn't pleasant and that you were mean, aggressive, and abrasive, it might be time for a gut check. But even that should be because you're interested in your growth and not garnering the approval of those 20-some people. I also think being a likable person is a great characteristic to have and will become very useful to us all. So I feel like I've dropped a lot on you today. So I want to leave you with a little prayer that my good friend Jovian Zane texted me a few months back. May you celebrate the invisible changes taking place in your soul. Don't let the enemy diminish your values simply because you've not seen the breakthrough. Be still, be quiet. Allow God to speak as you rest silently and patiently in his presence for discernment. I really hope that you enjoyed and loved this episode. If you did, please do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me. Like I think we might be homegirls or something. So (laughs) go ahead and subscribe to my podcast. So that way you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG stories, Twitter, Facebook, just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at love, Ty Alexander and at destination heel. And again, lastly, Thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, toodles. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women.